0: Welcome to Embracing the Bull Podcast, where we discuss everything, leadership, psychology, emotions, and current events. We promise to bring you real, powerful, and impactful content each and every month. I'm Mike McKelvey, and this is our very first attempt at podcasting, so bear with us. Today, we're discussing masculine versus feminine energy. We're excited to bring you topics that maybe you haven't heard before concepts to challenge your personal growth and limiting beliefs. In the studio today, we have Joshua Smith, Liana Davis, and Adriana Rubio. So as we begin, Josh, will you kind of let us know what is masculine versus feminine energy? What's the idea behind what we're discussing today?
1: Sure. Before I get down into the nitty gritty of the differences, I just want to establish a few things. The first would be that men and women are different if we want to assume that there's something. Wow, that's (laughs) that's deep. It used to not be a record-breaking idea, but it seems to be that it is now. Mm -hmm. But men and women are different. Two, the differences in men and women can be experienced. So if we're going to say that there's something called masculine energy, it would be more at work in men at large than it would be in women and vice versa for feminine energy. If there's such a thing as feminine energy, it would be more prevalent in women than it would be in men. And when we look at the things that we would use to define them, we would look at traits. So we'd say is a trait such as assertiveness or competitiveness Do men or women report that to be higher in themselves? And then there's a whole bunch of studies. So there are
0: competitive women, but generally speaking, men are more competitive by large than females.
1: Yes. And then because it is more at work in men, it would go into the masculine category. So the same thing with saying that. Something like being tenderhearted might be considered a feminine trait because it is more prevalent in women than it would be in men, which is reflected in the fields that we work in, the way that we interact with each other, things of that nature.
0: Okay. So let's, let's, let's hit this again here. Men and women, men can be both masculine and feminine. They have both energies. Females have both energies. Okay. So. It's not to say that we're even speaking about gender specifically. We're just talking about operating in masculine energy versus feminine energy. Correct.
1: Okay. And then one thing to note is that men and women are way more similar than we are different. So what's the biggest difference between men and women? So statistically, if we were to look at um, personality traits and the way that men and women describe themselves, the number one difference is that women rate themselves much more compa- as much more compassionate than men do. Compassion is the number one difference.
0: And that's kind of why females are more caregivers.
1: Yes. Mothers, more working daycares, volunteering churches. Correct. And then I heard something talking about maternal love of a mother versus paternal love of a father is that the paternal love is kind of, it's almost a reminder of what you're not but what you could be where maternal love, the nurturing, loves you just as you are. Gotcha. So mom, no matter what state you're in, I'm going to love you, accept you. Dad loves you, but he's going to expect more and remind you that you could be better. Gotcha.
0: So we're in the studio today with two non-compassionate females. Zero compassion. They have zero compassion level was. whatsoever. <laughs> and, then I, and then I also see that you wrote here that another difference between men and women is agreeableness. And then we have one here in the studio who would be highly agreeable, Liana, and then one who would be highly disagreeable, Adriana. Correct. Disagree. So welcome, ladies. So far with the discussion that we're having, do you agree and do you disagree? I agree.
2: It's funny because I feel the urge to disagree, but I, I do agree. It's true.
0: Gotcha. All right, so, so someone give me their viewpoints on this masculine versus feminine energy. Um, give us some more detailed information about it. One of you.
3: I think a lot of people think it has to be either or, where it's just a spectrum. So everyone falls within this range. It just varies from person to person where they fall. So I saw this graph, and it was four quadrants. So you have your x-axis, which... Um, goes from left to right, which is masculine and feminine. And then your why or your up and down was imma- immaturity to maturity. Mm-hmm. So where you fall in that dictates how you operate. So if you're uh, mature, masculine, you're controlled, you, you can make decisions, but it's healthy. Where you have immature, where it's the aggression, very like attack, defensive where a lot of people would categorize that as toxic masculinity. So I think if we reference that to what people talk about or use in their language now it might be a little bit more understandable with masculine versus feminine energy. So I think a lot of people just think toxic or
0: healthy, maturity or feminine. So so say this again too, then a female can be toxic masculine.
3: Yeah.
0: It yes. has nothing to do with gender.
3: No. And even so for myself, feminine support, you being aware of your strengths and other strengths, you can figure out where you're needed to fill in. Right. So if I'm working for a boss and they need help with something, making a decision, getting clarity, I could either do it in a very supportive way and guide them in a nurturing, compassionate way, or I could be toxic, masculine and take full control, make the decision and run over it.
0: Okay. So anybody here can, can jump on this one. Is it possible for a female who's mature to still operate in masculine? Can a female be mature masculine? And what would that look like for a female to be mature masculine in decision-making or on a project or on a team?
3: Yeah, I think definitely that that's possible, and I think it comes and shows with, like, organization. Like, even if you think about um, a stay-at-home mom that's seen as very feminine, but she's in control of the kid, she's making the decisions in the home while her husband or partner is outside the home doing the more masculine expectations that we would see. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think that it can be seen in different areas, so at home, when it's just her and the kids, she would be working in her masculine, but then once her husband would come home, she goes back into feminine to support him. Does that make sense? Yes. So it changes with who's around, the dynamic of the relationship, balance within that. That's in the home, workplace, any relationship, friendship, things like that.
2: Yeah, I agree because I think that there's a certain level of, I see it as um, like submission Being more of the feminine energy. So, when there is, like, when you're the mom at home with kids, or when you're the female boss, or you're kind of responsible to make the decision, I think there's a healthy way to do that. Like, you don't have to be mean when you're making your decisions, but there's a decision that needs to be made. So, I think being the deciding, like, making a decision, being confident in that can be um, masculine, but it's not necessarily, doesn't have to be toxic. Yeah it can be healthy.
0: So so here we're looking at this this x, right? This cross. And let's just say that the bottom of immaturity is 0 and all the way to top mature would be 100. Mm-hmm. There's a middle line that we want to cross called the 50, right? 50 50% to get above that 50%. Um, wh- what I what I'm trying to think is that we want to be healthy emotionally. Anything below 50 is going to be toxic. It's going to be violent. You're going to be a control freak. You're going to abuse power. You're going to use avoidance. So whether you are the person who gets angry and blows up or you're the person who shuts down, that's both toxic because it's not resolving an issue then you have arrogance you have on the on the feminine side someone who's overwhelmed they have confusion uncertain anxiety now now let's just talk about that for a second mm-hmm. when you step into anxiety male or female it's toxic femininity yeah i mean who wants to admit that
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and looking at sorry personality the second biggest difference would be neuroticism, where women score higher. So
0: what is neuroticism? Tell us that.
1: So pretty much how prone you are to negative emotion. Okay. So something like what would be called extroversion would be how prone you to positive. Neuroticism would be how prone you are to negative. And the second biggest difference after compassion is withdrawal, which is a neurotic trait. So the idea that we're not only seeing these things that we're calling energy at work in the way that this chart is, we see that people report it about themselves, even though it might not be considered a good trait to have. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I I think that one surprises me because I myself have issues of anxiety, right? Where I'm feeling like worry, stress, writing stories in my head that are not there but to understand that that is not my masculine energy. That is not my winning victorious. It shows first I'm below the 50, right? So I'm, I'm in a toxic emotional state. I'm in a lowered emotional state and I'm leaning towards femininity that doesn't make me a female. And I think, I mean, can we just say like, there's a lot of confusion today as to male and female. Uh, Who's a male? Who's a female? Based upon emotion, based upon feeling. And it's totally normal. It's totally okay that there's a man who has feminine traits and feminine energy and females who have masculine energy or masculine traits. But it does not mean that they need to be confused by their gender. I think that they need to learn how to be mature or healthy in whatever energy that is that, that, that they produce.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of what feeds into, um, in our society at large, about being unsure about where the lines are, I think that the lines have be- become so blurred, not only with the way that we're progressing, but also just things like technology, things like um, women being in the workplace, which is brand new. This is a, like across human history, this is a brand new idea. And typically speaking in workplaces, there are benefits to masculine and feminine. So there's gonna be benefits with me if I can have some feminine traits like something, let's see, intuition, sensitivity, openness, those are good traits to have, as well as something like being stable and clear on the masculine side are beneficial as well. So, for both genders, there's benefits to being on both sides of the spectrum. All right, so in the workplace, talk to us about the top 10 male occupations. Okay, here we go. Top 10 male occupations bricklayers, 99.9%, cement workers, 99.7%, power lines, flooring installation. HVAC or heating, air conditioning, iron workers, diesel mechanics, tool makers, roofing, and mechanics.
0: So what we're saying there is 99% of the workforce in those categories are
1: men. Yes. All that I might add, jobs where you don't need to be compassionate, jobs where you don't need to be polite. So all of the things that are reported by men and women, self-reported, on the masculine side, in terms of energy, you don't need feminine energy to do male-dominated jobs.
0: Yeah, and so, and a lot of times, let's just say that there is a female in this industry, it's very rare to see them doing something other than maybe the secretarial. So, And I'm not trying to be sexist. Yeah,
1: so on the more, the number one female job is secretary. But if there was females who are laying bricks, they're going to have the respect of all the men. And they're probably going to be the most masculine female out of 100 females.
0: Right. And they Um, might even be higher masculinity than some of the men. Probably. That does not mean, though, that that has anything to do with their sexuality. Correct. It's just the energy
1: that the they energy produce that and bring. how they operate and how they think. Correct. Give us top 10 female jobs. So top 10 female jobs. Number one, secretary. Number two, child care work. Three, receptionist. Four, is uh, teaching, uh, assistant. teaching assistant. Mm-hmm. Five, nurses. Six, bookkeeper. Seven, maids or cleaners. Eight, nursing home or help aides. Nine, personal aides. Ten, general office clerks. All which you need to have... Um, that compassionate side. I don't know if you've ever worked with a secretary or an aide that is just no compassion to them. It's like, bye, yeah. please get a <laughs> replacement. Right. I remember one time I had an assistant. And I was like, hey, could I have a cup of coffee? And they're like, no, you already had two.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus.
2: <Yes. laughs> Relax. Maybe they thought they were taking care of you. By keeping my it health and
1: spin. keep my no, caffeine no, no, down. <laughs> yeah, but still, even in that. So it's like the maternal <laughs> versus the paternal. Yeah. That's yes. very paternal. Yes. You've had enough. It's like you're being bad. You can be better. The yeah. maternal is the, it, it's a different energy yeah. that'll come in and kind of support you as yeah. you
0: are. So I have no problem with strong personalities. I, I enjoy strong personalities and I enjoy females that have strong personalities. But when a female goes full bore masculine on me, I do not enjoy that at all. Mm-hmm. It makes like the bull in me rage even more to to dominate to dominate that even more. Mm-hmm. When when a when a man is masculine around me, I don't feel the need to compete. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you can have it. But for some reason, when a female does it, I want to compete and I want to overtake that. Adrian, yeah. talk to us a little bit about. Um, attraction and, and the subconscious mind of, of masculine and feminine energies and how they kind of attract to each other?
2: This guy, his name is Clark. Keg, Kegley, he's. Um, I thought you were gonna
0: say Clark Kent. Me too. <laughs> like, what the heck?
2: <laughs> um, so he talks about the law of attraction and self development. That's the kind of stuff that's on his YouTube page. But he did a video on masculine and feminine energy, and it's actually kind of what you were saying, Josh, with the paternal and the maternal. Like when you have when you live more in the masculine energy you grow more with the challenge so having the dad that's like you can do better you you're better than this whatever it's not saying not that you don't want to hear that you're doing a good job but the fact that you can do better if you if that motivates you more to want to grow and do like achieve goals and just be that kind of um like reach a certain level of success that's typically found in people with higher masculine energy whereas the People With feminine energy, prefer the praise, so that's where it's like you're doing a great job, keep going, you're everything's so wonderful. Proud of you. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is usually so. Typically, if we separate, if you look at since the majority is male and female, if you look on Instagram posts, when a girl posts a picture that she lost weight or she wants you know, she's proud of herself, she did her hair or something, all the other girls are there, like, yes, yeah, sis, gorgeous, whatever. Those are the comments that fuel that feminine energy whereas if a guy posts a picture that he was at the gym and somebody comments like your legs are looking a little skinny there man you, you skip leg day or something like that right. that's going to motivate them more to go back to the gym make sure they do their extra squats and whatever so it's just kind of interesting unless they're
0: toxic femininity as a man and they shut down and withdraw correct yep. Right, and it ruins their whole day correct <laughs> so, so what's strange to me when you're saying this I'm thinking about love languages words of affirmation if words of affirmation is your love language would that Be more feminine energy or masculine energy because I find a lot of masculine go getter CEOs they like being praised, but does that necessarily mean that it's a masculine trait or feminine trait? I don't know, know. that's a good (laughs) question. (laughs) We have to look at that love languages, Yeah. yeah. You know, would quality time be masculine or feminine? Would acts of service be? All right. We'll have to come back to that one. And Adriana, go ahead a little bit further on what you were talking about.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I just think that, um, I liked that when I saw this in the video, because I made a statement the other day at work, we were talking about being, bringing our best and what makes you bring your best. And I made a statement that was kind of like, oh, I enjoy getting yelled at. And so I realized people's faces changed and it was, taken, I guess the way that I said it wasn't what people heard. I didn't say what I meant. Um, And this kind of gave me the verbiage to say like, I enjoy being challenged. I enjoy as a female, I guess it's not as common where I prefer that you challenge me for me to grow. And I think that sometimes it feels like, wait, what's wrong with me? That somebody just being like, you look really pretty today. I'm like, thanks. Like it doesn't fuel me as much as Hey, we have this project, we need your help and whatever that, that, because you need me to use my brain and find a solution that fuels me more than I guess the more feminine things. So sometimes I guess as a female living more in the masculine, it's not that I don't feel like I have the feminine traits at all, but there's sometimes that I'm like, it's just different.
0: So if you, so let's just say, if you lean more to a masculine energy as a female, the idea behind even this podcast, is embracing who you are, right? Embracing the nature and the things that are inside of you and not confusing what that means. Just because... So so being raised, were you called a tomboy? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean that you have a gender confusion that you should have been a boy?
2: No. Yeah.
0: Right? Because you do enjoy dressing up. Yeah. You have makeup on today. You Mm -hmm. enjoy doing that.
2: Yeah. It was just more... I guess the the competitive side was there where I guess that's probably another thing that's more masculine the need to win like you said when you feel I I almost feel like I'm the opposite of you where I'm around other females I become more in I want to be in charge and I want to win and when there's a masculine male I'm like all right you're good uh, that's what you said
0: Yeah yeah so that's but what, I, I, no, I but, agree but with you but that could also just be I mean I know that in society it's not um, with women's rights and, and the fight there behind those things to say that it's the natural thing in life for when a female is around a dominant personality to allow that person to take over and, and, and be in charge um, because we want to fight that and there are a lot of masculine females. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that is the original design,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Let the man yeah. lead. Let the female follow. So when you look at something like nurturing and um, kind of the design of women, how they're nurturing, one of the most important characteristics is that they'll minimize conflict because you do not want conflict around kids at any cost. No matter what it costs, you get rid of conflict so that your kids can grow up and pass on their genetics. So being like submissive is not necessarily being weak. Sometimes it's what you need to do to survive. And it's like that's a, it's like a an advantage that our society does not value. Our society calls it weak if you're being submissive. When what you can be doing is being very smart, it's smart to be submissive in certain situations. It's like there's it's not that there's a good and a bad. I feel like our society has made masculine good. And feminine bad. Correct. And to say that women is to be strong is to emulate the masculine instead of embracing who you are. Right. Mm. Like, I think that's weakness to try to imitate what you're not. Correct. I think it's strength to live in who you are and just be that to the best of your ability. So
0: I like what you're saying, limiting conflict. And it's a feminine trait, but that doesn't mean it's girly. No. Yeah. (laughs) right? We're just talking about energy traits. And we're talking about coming to like a calm place to end the Whereas what we see today is people feel they have the right to argue. Oh, they God. have the right to fight. And so you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. We're in a society today where we feel we have the right to argue and fight and get our point across. And so we are creating a society where we're telling females they have to be masculine and everybody has to fight. Everyone has to have this opinion. And there's not a lot of conflict resolution. Correct. We're not solving problems. We're just trying to win arguments. And resolving conflict doesn't make you a sissy and doesn't mean you lost the fight. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, being submissive doesn't mean you're a sissy. Correct. And submitting to someone else's leadership and someone else... like. I have look, I'm a very strong personality. I'm a very strong leader. But when there's somebody that can lead, I can easily submit to someone else's leadership. It's not a problem for me. Um again, it would be a problem if I was toxic at some level. Mm. Exactly. Or whatever else. Where I where I see the biggest uh problem in relationships, and let's just talk about this for a little bit. And this is probably one of those things that many people won't talk about on a podcast. The biggest problem that I see where the biggest conflict in masculine and feminine energy comes into play is in the bedroom, is in sexual, in in the sexual relationship between a husband and a wife. All right. Um, And let's just admit this, everybody online, (laughs) women are in control when it comes to sex. (laughs) Women are in control, right? Because men have to ask, they have to have permission. This is not caveman days where the caveman has a bat and he walks up to the girl and bops her on the head and takes her home and does whatever he wants. Right? So, Thank God. so the, so female females are in control of the sexual relationships in marriages and any other relationship. And the man has to ask or the man has to, to, you know, do some sort of thing in order to let her know, Hey, I'm in the mood now again. Hear me out. I understand a lot of these things. I'm just talking about gener- generalities. Okay. So here comes the problem, men <laughs> is when you want to have a romantic evening with your wife, and I'm assuming it's your wife, and you walk up to her and you're like, baby, you know, it's been a few days and we haven't been intimate. And And could you please just like, maybe just get like five minutes for me, bro. Yeah. You just stepped full feminine. Yeah. You went full feminine. I mean, think about what pure masculine was. Pure masculine was the caveman with the bat, conk on the head, took what he wanted. (laughs) Now you're begging, you're demanding, you're demanding that your woman go masculine and make the decision for you. Yeah, which
2: is completely unattractive. Yeah. It's a
0: complete turnoff. Yeah. Man. Because now she's like, uh, uh, I don't know. And then she, you know, the whole headache or I'm tired. Or, <laughs> then I'm or she goes, Masculine, yeah. I've been working just as long as you. Mm. I'm, now you want me to do more work for you? Like, yeah. so what does a woman want? How does a man approach a female in his masculine? letting her know what his expectations are for a bedroom experience. Now, you ladies can um, correct me if I'm wrong from what you see or how you feel towards relationships, but I think it's different if a man shows up at the house with flowers or a note, a letter, or her favorite dinner and says, I planned this out, I've thought about you, you've been on my mind all day.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I need you. I want you. And then she's there, and let's just say she says no. Okay, because I, yeah. I can already hear the guys. Yeah, I've done all that. And she still said no. All right, Why well, are you mad, hey. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're
3: below the 50, bro.
0: Then you come back and say, I understand you're tired. I understand that you're not in the mood. Then tomorrow, let's make sure that we situate the day and set it up so that tomorrow we had this encounter. You're still maintaining your masculine. You're not begging. You've put out expectations. Okay, now, if it goes another day and we're still not happy and you're still not fulfilled, then bro, you probably need counseling. There's probably something a little bit deeper because at some point, both of you should want to meet each other's needs in a healthy relational way. But I think that that's one of the biggest ones is when a man begins to beg his wife or his significant other for things that are inherently his needs. And again, this is just not because a guy is horny and he's dirty and he's nasty. Like his body needs this. But putting your, your wife or your, your significant other in a place where they have to step into the masculine, it begins to ruin and offset some of those things relationally. I mean, you guys can talk to me about that.
1: Yep. I want to latch on. Go ahead. And I'll latch on to what he said at the beginning.
2: Oh, I was just going to say for me, as as a female who typically is in the masculine, for me, the idea of going home and being able to be feminine is the goal. Like that to me is the safe place. That's the one person that I can trust to open up and be vulnerable and all the things that I hate doing with everybody else. So when it comes across that way, then you're like, even at home, I have to be in charge. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to do that. And I don't know if it's, Um, so much of, also the way you said it too, is like, I want you and I need you. Like, I, I want to have this moment with you is different than begging. Yeah. Yeah. That just makes it feel like, all right, well, let me just do another task for you versus you actually want to connect with me and you want to spend time with me. Like that makes me want to be more feminine. Like, okay.
0: Yeah. Even coming below the 50 and the manipulation. The control, yeah. right? Yeah, You know I need you. You know that we're married and your body's not your own. Don't Dude, like, that. you're manipulating. Do like, oh, who yeah. the heck wants read that?
1: read your Bible. Go
3: over that verse again. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, did just you want to jump on? So how a little bit, we were talking about how feminine isn't weakness. And I was just thinking how you are saying when it comes to sex, like, it's the woman who chooses. And it's like, If you were to take the 100 most powerful men in the world, and we put them all in a room, and they're all going to fight and compete to be the best out of the best, and then Marilyn Monroe walks into that room, who's in charge? Mm Marilyn. Every single of those top dog men is going to look at her, and that feminine is going to run that room. Regardless of what you say. In her pure feminine. yes, Yes. Yes. In the feminine. So to step in for her to step in masculine might not wouldn't have the same effect as her stepping in feminine. Because all one hundred of those men is captivated by that pure feminine.
0: Yeah. If she walked in and went masculine, all the men be like, ill, get out. Who do you think you are? Yeah. But when that female walks in Dressed pretty, smelling good, walking the right way. Again, now listen, Here, we're not being sexist. Yeah. No. This is masculine and feminine energy. Men are attracted uh, typically to that, to that trait. And then, again, where you are on that, away from that um, access, is uh, the further apart you are masculine and feminine, the more toxic the relationship will be when it's bad but the more erotic it will be when it's good. The closer together you are, the more consistent the relationship will be, the better you get along, the deeper conversations you're going to have, but it's not going to be as exciting as being further apart masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. So I hope some of this information helped. Um, one of the other things that I was saying outside of the sex idea would be when someone asks you, what do you want for dinner? Liana, your husband comes home. He says, hey, what's for dinner? He said, I didn't plan anything. And he says to you, what do you want for dinner? What's 99% of the time, what's your response?
2: What do you want?
0: Right. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want? What do you want? Adriana, what's your response?
2: If I'm in the mood for something, I'll be like, oh, I really want pizza.
0: Right. But for but, you, right, you you do operate like in the I mask need- and at work and during the day. Your husband comes home. He says, what do you want for dinner? And really what you want him to do is have made the decision.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick. Oh, I, you know, I decided I was thinking this, even if it's still kind of an option, not an option, but I was thinking this for dinner. What do you think? Oh, sure. Nine times out of 10, whatever you pick is yeah. fine. Even if I really want pizza, but you say Chinese, I'll go with Chinese. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm getting Chinese. What do you want from Chinese? Oh, general chow.
2: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's. It's the idea that you're taking care of me. Right. It's, that, it's that you have it covered and I can trust that, right. which means I can put my guard down, right. I guess.
0: And I'm just going to add, if you say general TSO... I have no respect for you. <laughs> I have no respect General
1: for you. TSO. Okay? TSO. Yeah. <laughs> That's TSO, TSO. Look at that, General TSO. Don't they put them seeds on it. The, the TSO sesame. All right. As we
0: close this this conversation about this masculine feminine energy, does anybody in the room have anything else that they want to add as closing thoughts to what we've discussed? And did we even make any
1: sense? I'd say, from a growth and leadership perspective. I think there's very good use in working on the side that you're not necessarily strong at. So if you're very masculine, assertive, which would be very far from nurturing, and one of your employees needs nurturing, it's a skill that's worth having. And if you're very submissive feminine, there might be a time you need to step into your masculine and lead in a moment where leadership is necessary. I think it's very important not to say, I'm just one or the other, so I can't operate in the other because there's strengths and weaknesses on both sides. Yeah. We
0: all have both. Um, If we look at the Bible, and and if we believe that the Bible is how creation came about, God made Adam to fall into a deep sleep, and it says that he removed the essence of woman out of him and created Eve. That does not mean that God removed all of his feminine energy because there was a lot of things that he did that would be more on that creative side that could lean to a feminine energy. Um, And then even to connect with her and to love her and to, he he told Adam to care and keep the garden, tend the garden, care for it. Um, So it was still there. So let's not think that Adam was like the most masculine man that has ever existed. There was still the essence of feminine energy. Uh, so I think it's worth discovering. I think it's worth having these conversations that uh, just because someone, uh, and let's just close with this real bomb, just because someone has feminine energy, a male has feminine energy doesn't mean he's gay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because a female has masculine energy doesn't mean that she's a lesbian. None of that has to do with anything. Correct. But society today, they will see a masculine female and they will immediately say, Yep, she's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They'll see a feminine male and say, Yep, he's gay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it has nothing to do with that. Literally nothing to do with that. But that's what we've made it. And I think that people then say, Okay, yeah, because I am more masculine, because I am more feminine, then I must be.
1: Yeah. There is a study that I looked at. It was called a TMF. So they created a metric called traditional masculine feminine, which pretty much just looked at, is there a way to get a self-report where people could say how masculine versus how feminine? So one of the theories that they were testing was that a gay man would be more feminine than a lesbian woman. So pretty much they're saying that if you are attracted to the same sex, it's because you're on the wrong side of this TMF scale. What they found was that even the most masculine women were still less masculine than the most feminine men. Wow. Mm. So at, this is just data, they found that with these numbers that the essence of masculinity and femininity by their own report was still there, apart from what anybody else would think. And it just shows how society can try really hard to mold us into anything. But when we answer for ourselves, the data doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to get to everyone here. Like
0: embracing the bull, embracing your personality. I think we spend too much time working on things that are not our best. Now, Mm -hmm. again, I think that we need to improve things and be more mature. Mm -hmm. But we, we try to, I want, you know, I don't want to be so aggressive. I don't want to be such a winner. I don't want to be so accomplished. Man, embrace that. Yeah. Win. Yeah. But do it in a way that's life-giving, that brings people along, that's healthy, that's mature, and then we can really accomplish some things. I want to let everybody know out there who's listening, you're not broken, right? You're not broken. You're not worthless. There's, it, it, it's not that there's something wrong with you. Can we all be healthier? yes, we got to find the true us, the true essence of who we are and operate in those things. And I believe that we're going to get along better. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. We will see you next month. See ya. Bye. Bye.